Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Woohoo! Finally, a conservative, yes, a Tory, has spoken out and told the truth. Now, for years, the left has made a very straightforward, simple case that the Tories are essentially the political arm of the rich, that they exist to champion the interests of the wealthy, those millionaires, those billionaires who throw huge amounts of cash at them, their donors, not out of the goodwill or generosity of their sweet, sweet hearts, but because they know it's an investment, that they'll get something back for their money, because the Tories will enact policies that will enrich them and make them even better off than they already are. Now, it's very welcome, given we've been making this case for a long time, to hear a senior Conservative confirm that this is the case. You know, we know just now that the Conservative Party donors have said themselves that they aren't going to support the party if, if the Prime Minister is removed. I think a number of MPs in marginal seats need to hear that and a need to understand what they're doing. £80 million those donors have donated to the Conservative Party over recent times. It's those, those donors that have helped us to win the election, and they need to hear that message. Now, this is none other than Nadine Doris, a senior Conservative, who is saying very clearly that Tory MPs must remember who they depend on, who keeps them afloat, who pays for all their campaigns, not least in the marginal seats where it matters, and that they must therefore remember that they have to do the bidding of these wealthy donors, and they want their man, Boris Johnson, to stay in number 10 Downing Street. This is what the Tories have always been about. This isn't new. Back in the 19th century, little mini-history lesson, they fought legislation that would allow working-class people to have the right to vote, to have a say in politics, one future Tory MP, Lord Salisbury, warned that if they were allowed to vote, first-rate men will not canvass mobs and mobs will not elect first-class men. What a charmer. In the early 20th century, they waged this pretty gruesome war against the trade unions. So one another future Tory Prime Minister, Stanley Baldwin, confessed the Conservatives can't talk of class war because they started it. Now, when Margaret Thatcher became PM in 1979... Oh, there are many ways people can help themselves without becoming a burden on the state. There was a lot of chatter about her background, that she was lower middle class, that she was a grocer's daughter, a shopkeeper's daughter. But her cabinet showed exactly, of course, who the Tories existed to champion and represent. 88% of the ministers in her first cabinet were privately educated, and 71% were company directors, the capitalist class, if you like, in full pomp. Now, under Thatcher, of course, taxes were slashed on big business and on the wealthy, utilities and public services were flogged off to profiteers, and trade unions, who will allow workers to get a bigger slice of the wealth that they create, were smashed. So it was boom time uh, for the rich, while poverty surged from 5 million to 14 million. Now, when David Cameron and his sidekick 
George Osborne, they came out political masters. They stood in this tradition of class fighters for the wealthy. After coming to power, the Cameron government, of course, they lobbied furiously against EU attempts to institute a financial transaction tax. The city, who they relied on for funding, were delighted. As the Financial Times put it, in December 2011, even donors admit that Tory MPs' desire to cut a 50p top rate of tax is because these rich city donors are so close to the party. One of those donors told the newspaper in December 2011 that there probably aren't many votes in cutting the 50p top rate of tax, but among those that give significant amounts to the party is a big issue, and that's probably why it's a big issue for the party team. Absolutely bang on. Absolutely spot on. Little surprise then that just three months later, the Conservative government slashed the 50p top rate of tax down to 45 instead, even though, according to the polling, not only did the vast majority of the electorate oppose that, even most Tory voters did. But for the Tories, it wasn't about signing with the voters. It was about siding with the donors. Now, in opposition, Andrew Lansley, before the Tories came to power, he was their shadow health secretary, chief architect of the privatisation drive, the NHS privatisation drive, when the Tories came to power. And he accepted a £21,000 donation from John Nash. He was then the chairman of the private healthcare firm at Care UK. Uh, he also threw 200000 grand at the Tory party, founded a city firm, uh, sovereign Capital, which described itself as the most active UK private equity investor in healthcare services. So many of those donors to the Tories directly benefit, of course, from the policies that the government then enact. And so, of course, in the run-up to the 2019 election, ugh, sorry, it's getting flashbacks, under Boris Johnson, of course, the rich mobilised again. The Tories raised 40 million quid, overwhelmingly from the rich, more than three times that of Labour, who, of course, relied on trade unions who represent workers. Since Boris Johnson became PM, just 10 wealthy individuals have accounted for a quarter of all donations made by individuals to the Tories. So a tiny group of very rich people hold pretty big sway over the Tories. That's what Nadine Doris is talking about. She's saying, you better listen to what these guys are saying because they're our masters. We're in politics as a party to champion and represent their interests, and woe betide if we dare to cross them. And so there you have it, from Dean Norris herself, historically grounded. I'm sure she was thinking very much about that proud history of the Conservatives. That's always exist to champion, to represent, to serve the rich. They always have, and they always will do. Hit like, hit subscribe. I'll see you soon. 